Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Back at it again, Auburn Tigers in the building. My man Kevin Sweeney's working on bracketology, but we got Wes Flan in the building. Uh, excited about it. What up, Coach? What's going on, man? Appreciate that prayer this morning, man. Yeah, I yeah. needed that. Yeah, we need that. We need that. That's too important. We make sure we do that for every show, man. I uh, got to keep first thing first. Uh, well, speaking of first, you guys finished regular season champs, SEC. Uh, I don't think it was predicted like that. We know that. So talk about this team and this season, man. It's been a special one. Come on, man. We still Auburn, man, in the SEC, man. They're not going to give us the no. respect that we deserve. Uh, they can't you know, give you always, too much. <laughs> it's always going to be about Kentucky, man, for good reason. You know, they got a great uh, history of basketball in our league. And, uh, you know, we just, we just know, man, that, you know, at the end of the day, man, we're going to come at it with a chip on our shoulder. You know, our staff, you know, our players, our fans, you know, everybody has kind of taken that, you know, that 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 presence and, and that approach. And, uh, you know, regardless of what they pick us, uh, you know, we're going to come out, man, and give it our give it our best shot. Uh, we I think we got one of the best staffs in the country. Uh, you know, everybody kind of fits um, into a puzzle. You know, I mean, we kind of approach recruiting the same way. Um, you know, we got 11 guys in that locker room that own scholarship. And uh, we very rarely, you know, use 13. Uh, but people know we play 10, 11, too. So everybody's playing this, you know, putting on that uniform. And uh, we fighting for each other. And uh, we got a little talent out there as well. So, uh, man, it's been it's been a, a dream come true to be able to come back to Auburn, a place where I played. Um, I know how hard it is, man, to compete in this league, especially on the road. Uh, you know, and just to be back at this particular time of my life, man, with my son on the roster and, right. uh, you know, the jungle and our fan base, you know, being at an all-time high. We got we got people traveling with us on the road now simply because they can't get in the, get a ticket to Auburn Arena. We had almost probably 2,000 fans at the Mississippi State the other, the, wow. the other night. Wow. Um, just as many fans as they had. Um, and so it's been a blessing, man. And uh, you know, very appreciative of Bruce Pearl for giving me the opportunity to come back to Auburn. 
you know, a place where, um, you know, I worked my tail off and, uh, you know, grew up, so to speak. Uh, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of something bigger than myself. Yeah, you touched on a lot of things we're going to dive into, but I want to talk about your son first, man. You, you talked about your son being there. You played there. Now you got your son there. Uh, you right. told me the story, but share a little bit about how that went down. You were on staff first, and then yep. you started recruiting yourself. You're like, Coach, I actually got a son in my house that he can play a little right, bit. Like, right. Might take a look at him. Right. So, you know, our family, man, the Flanagan family, man, we've always, you know, kind of had to deal with adversity for whatever reason. Right. And the world has kind of, you know, seen that adversity play play out, so right. to speak. You know, I was uh, I was a really good player, you know, at Auburn and, you know, all league type guard. And, uh, you know, my senior year going into my senior year is actually my junior year. I dealt with bone cancer, you know, and, uh, you know, never really quite returned, you know, the same uh, player that I was after that surgery. Well, you know, hindsight 2020, you know, we come back to. 2022 and you know my son is out there and he's got that 22 number on and you know we're kind of going through the same thing and uh he's got a brand man we call it 2x you know bigger better 2x right mm -hmm. you know it's kind of kind of a legacy thing you know two times yeah. uh you know me him both playing at auburn you know him being a little bigger a little stronger than me as a player uh you know him wearing that 22 again uh, you know, and so, you know, we're just trying to build off of that. And, you know, on top of that, you know, here we go with him, you know, becoming one of the better players in the league. And, you know, he's going through some adversity where, you know, he's got an Achilles tear and right before the season. And so, you know, he's dealt with a lot, you know, as a young guy, you know, at his age, you know, especially with the pressures that come along with college basketball, especially playing at this level. For sure. uh, but, man, it, it, it started with, you know, him being at, Little Rock Parkview, you know, again, same right. high school I played at, played for my dad. I played for my dad. My brothers played for my dad. It's a it's a great story, man, that at some point maybe it'll all come out. Right. Uh, but, man, Bruce Pearl, you know, does an unbelievable job of evaluating talent. You know, he doesn't really care about, you know, what how, how many stars a kid has behind his name. Right. And Allen was one of those kids, man. He was a three-star guy. Uh, probably the uh, least recruited guy, a six-man class coming to Auburn that year. Right. Um, you know, BP sat there and watched him, and he sat there and watched him, and, and I didn't egg it on. I didn't, you know, put any pressures on him, man, because I wanted him to want Al for Al, you know, not because of dad. And so, uh, you know, I think they were playing Scotty Bournes and, you know, the big kid that went to Duke, you know, one game uh, in Vegas. And, and Al goes off, man. He has like 29 points, and uh, he looks like one of those dudes. Right. And uh, BP calls me the next morning. He's like, hey, man, look, let's, let's, let's try to do this. Right. And, uh, you know, it went, it went from there. You know, obviously, uh, you know, Allen as a freshman, man, is, uh, you know, played on a really good team. If it's not yep. for COVID, if it's not for COVID, man, that team with Austin, I feel so bad for those guys, Austin Wiley, Samir Dowdy. You know, Isaac Okoro, yep. uh, Javon McCormick, Danielle Pierfoy. If it's not for COVID, that team probably makes another run for the Final Four. Yep. You know, we go to Nashville and we're getting ready to play in the, the SEC tournament. We're the second best team in the league with 25 and 6. You know, we have been, you know, I think maybe number one at nah, not number one, but, you know, in the top five at some point during the year. Right. And, you know, they, they tell us on the buses we're getting off of practice that the tournament has been canceled. 
Mm. And little to be known, you know, everybody goes home for a couple months and and sits down, like literally right. sits down. The whole right. world sits down, and uh, you know, I felt bad for those guys because a lot of those guys were affected, you know, by COVID, um, as as the whole world was. Um, and so, you know, we come back, and you know, we got a, a really really young team with Al as a sophomore last year, and we're right. the youngest team in the country, you know, with freshmen and sophomores. And he has to step up. He has to step up. And he and he did. You know, he, he had did. put in the work, you know, he had put in the work during COVID and he was ready and he did. And uh, you know, fast forward now we're in 2021, 22, and you know, he has the injury and you know, uh we got another great team. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I'm happy, man, that he gets a part to enjoy this. So big reason why he came back was to be able to say he went to the NCAA tournament. Obviously, his freshman year, COVID hits, can't go. You know, last year we can't go because of the NCAA penalties. Uh, and and so this is the first time that he'll hopefully knock on wood, get to enjoy the NCAA tournament in right. college, um, and and hopefully he'll play well for us. But we don't need him to be the Allen Flanagan that he was last season in order for our team to be good. Right. Um, you know, and that's kind of what I've been trying to get across to him. But we do need him to, you know, to play well as we finish up. And if he can play well and get, give us a different element um, as we finish up, I think we become, if we're not already, national national title contenders. Yeah. Um, but but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think he's looking forward to the challenge as well as our team and our staff, and, and we're excited about it. Yeah, sophomore year he averages 14 points and six rebounds and uh, playing 30 minutes a game. He he was a monster. I, I'm I'm sure – there's still something in that tank that he's excited to get out with this team, uh, even though he doesn't have to do it the same way every night. But him having that capability in the lineup gives you guys another element. Uh, talk about what it's like coaching your son. There's a lot of people out there that are probably curious or they're trying to coach their son. Uh, I got right. three daughters in my house, so my wife's going to have to deal with coaching her daughters. So I'm curious, right. what is that like and what is the what's kind of the ins and outs of that? It's, it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, but we knew that when we, when we made the decision, you know, BP knew that when we made the decision, but, you know, because of this staff and because of, you know, what we do, uh, in that locker room with our guys, you know, we've been able to make it work. You know, we got one of the best staffs in the country. No, no doubts about that. You right. know, for, for four years, we've been that way. Um, and it takes a village, you know, it's not just me, you know, it's Otto Bowman, it's Marquise Daniels, it's Stephen Pearl. You know, all of these guys, you know, take time, take turns, you know, wrapping their arms around my son, man. And I, and, and I need that at times. You know, at times I need space. He needs space, you know, to continue to grow as a young man. Right. And I try I try to give him that as much as possible. You know, the great thing about it, man, is Alan is a hard worker. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he spends a lot of time in the gym, uh, you know, trying, trying to get himself prepared, trying to get himself better. Uh, you know, at times, man, because he's a coach, he's a coach's son, you know, he overthinks some things, you know, sometimes he wants to be perfect. Uh, and I tell him all the time, hey, hey, man, you got you got to get out your way. You got to get out your own way sometimes, man. You can't take everything so serious. Uh, you're not going to be perfect. Uh, you know, you're not going to make every shot, uh, you know, and if he continues to mature from that standpoint, which which he has in the last few years, uh, he's gonna be the he's gonna be a great player. He's gonna have a chance, you know, to play professionally. I don't know, you know, exactly what level right now, uh, but he he's got to continue to mature as all of our guys in our locker room does. But this staff does a unbelievable job of cultivating a culture uh, within that locker room 
and uh, you know I'm 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 excited to be a part of that, and I've learned a lot. Uh, you know, just being in this program and working for BP and, and being around these guys. Yeah, you you work for uh, I mean, just two of them. The last two guys you've worked for are two of the best in the country at what they do, and Chris Beard and and Coach Pearl. Uh, what have you learned after sitting in the first chair and now your back is an assistant, uh, having that perspective again? What would you say you've learned, Coach? Well, let let me give a shout out too, man, because you know I've reached you know, the, the point um, in my career where I am now because of a lot of guys uh, right. and a lot of great coaches. People don't right. really understand how hard it is at this level to get even to the point where I am right now. You know, uh, absolutely. You know, to, to have an opportunity to be a head coach, man, it's because of guys that have given me opportunities, man, to actually get out on the floor and, and do what I do and, and be West Flanagan. And it, it started with a guy named Bubba Skelton in Northwest Mississippi. I was there I was five, five years, years, right outside of right. Memphis, had a, had a great experience, man. We won a lot of championships there while I was there. Coached girls and boys there. Uh, you know, I went from there. I went to Little Rock, Arkansas, and I worked for Steve Shields. Um, you know, and there we won some Western Conference Sunbelt Championships. Um, you know, great dude. Uh, he's now out of the profession, man, but I still stay in contact yeah. with him. You know, I worked for Mike Davis and at UAB, who went to a Final Four, you know, one of the – Best offensive minds, man, that I've ever been around. Great dude, misunderstood to a certain extent. Um, and, 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 and Rick Ray at Mississippi State, you know, who, you know, probably in my mind, you know, had one of the toughest first-time head coaching jobs, you know, in college basketball history. You know, he went to, went to Mississippi State. Great coach. Uh, you know, sometimes things just don't work out. Um, and then, you know, to be able to go back, um, you know, and, and be, I almost left somebody out, Doc Salad in Nebraska, um, there two years, man. And, and I had a great experience there. Um, and then to be able to go back to go back home and, and work for Chris Beard for seven months and become a head coach, um, you know, was, was an unbelievable fulfillment, you know, to go back home, you know, be a part of that championship team, you know, win that game against Purdue in the NCAA tournament, and then look up two, three months later and I'm the head coach which is something, man, that all minorities, you know, in our profession are trying to do. And not all guys, you know, get opportunities, man. So I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. I learned a lot as a head coach. You know, I, th I think the thing that, you know, probably stands out probably the most to me uh, during those two years, which was unfortunate, um, was, was just to not take things for granted. Right. You know, as assistant coach, man, you get into these modes where – you have all these things coming across your desk, you know, and you got things that you're trying to get done on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. And, and, and you're just trying to get things done, get things right. done. That's your mentality. Get things done, get to right. the next day. Well, uh, you know, when you become a head coach or the CEO of one yeah. of these programs, right, man, it's, it's more about making decisions, right, that help your program in the long term. Yep. And you have to actually sit down and take your time doing that thought process to make the right decision, yep. right? You can't rush that decision. Yep. And you also have to make sure that not only your staff and your administration, but your players understand, okay, what is my message and what are we trying to get done at this particular moment? Or what are we building up to? Right. And as a head coach, 
you know, for the first time, man, you have to you have to learn that, and you only can learn that if you're in those scenarios and making those decisions. And I would say that you know, probably the first few months on a job, I was still working like an assistant coach. Yep. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And some of some of those decisions probably affected me in year two. You know, and it, it was just unfortunate, man, that I didn't get my third year, which I was promised. My third year. Uh, but, but again, Brian, I'm I'm not salty about it, man. I worked for a great athletic director, Chase Conk. There, um, you know, I, I was around great people. You know, Little Rock has a unbelievable program and an unbelievable yeah. community. Uh, they gave me an opportunity to be a head coach, and and if I left here today, you know, I could sit here and say that. You know, I did something that probably 70% of minorities don't get a chance to do. If not, um, whether, yeah, whether whether it was short or not, you know, I had the opportunity to do that. And so uh, I'm proud to say that, man. I'm thankful for that opportunity that I had at Little Rock. And hopefully, you know, from the things that I learned, if I get another opportunity, uh, you know, I'll be better equipped and better prepared for it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Well said, Coach. Um, I'm curious. This team compared to the teams you've had there, you guys have had some high-level teams. You talked about the team during the COVID year. Um, right. Obviously, Coach Pearl has uh, done a tremendous job. So two-part question, what is it that makes Coach so good as what he does? Obviously, the staff, you talked about being one of the better staffs in the country. Uh, I love that you feel that way. It's obvious in the production that you guys are having. Uh, so what makes Coach who he is so unique outside of his energy? We know that. Uh, right, and, right. Then, and then how does this team compare to some of the teams you guys have had there that that has, that has been really good? Yeah, man, like like Brian, it's simple, man. And and you try to get this across to young guys, right? You know, yep. whether you're, you know, in middle school, whether you're in high school, you know, whether you're in college, you know, even as a professional, right? Man, what makes Bruce Pearl special is simply the work. Mm. You know, it's, it's simply work, man. Like nothing special happens, man, without work, right? Yep, and man. the dude, the dude, the dude started out as a Division Two coach, right? Yep. And, and so, understand as a Division Two coach, man, like you're responsible for everything. everything. Yep. <laughs> you know, you may have one assistant that probably gets paid, you know, like not much, some breadcrumbs, right? And he right. probably don't have a lot of experience. And as that guy, man, you have to do everything. You may have to mop the floor, you know, every day before practice. And and I just think, man, through his 26-year, you know, history as being a head coach, you know, he still has that mentality. You know, I I think, you know, at times, you know, he still doesn't understand how good his staff is, you Mm. know. you know, now we get in where we fit in, you know, we figured out, you know, through four years, you know, we've had the same guys. And so, you know, we've all kind of found, you know, yeah. our niches within the program and within the staff. But right. man, this dude just works, man. You know, you can't do anything special without energy and enthusiasm. And he brings it every day. Yep. He brings it every day. You know, he wakes up in the morning, man, at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. And he's thinking about what he can do to, you know, to help this program and improve. You know, you may wake up, man. He got text messages already going. You, know, you may be hey, what what we need to be doing to get better. Uh, but you know, on the contrary, man, about nine o'clock, you know, Bruce Pearl about to shut it down, man, if he's not working. Uh, <laughs> you know, so he he wakes up early, he goes to sleep early. But yeah. man, during the course of the day, I would say from six o'clock to nine o'clock, 
you know, there's probably not a, another head coach that's doing as much, you know, within that day for his program mm. at Bruce Pearl. Mm. You know, as far as our team, man, I, I think this team, this particular team, uh, is probably maybe the most talented that we've had. Yep. Now, now people have to understand when I say that now, the Final Four team, you know, their track record and, and what they did because this team hadn't done it yet, I, I would say that's probably the best team that we've had. That's the best team. But you have to understand that that team, you know, played together, you know, for two, three years. Yep. You know, those guys kind of came up together and grew together, right? Man, this team right here was put together this summer. Yeah, you know, quick. You know, we, we 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 put together, you know, four transfers, and we had you know three or four sophomores, you know, that that played a lot for us the year before, and we've had some guys, man, that have made some unbelievable sacrifices in order to make this work. Yeah. You know, when you talk about, you know, um, you know, stretch, you talk about, you know, Jalen Williams who started every game for us last year, and now he's coming off the bench behind Jabari Smith. You know, you talk about Alan Flanagan, who was a preseason, you know, all league type of guy, you know, and now he's, you know, taking a step back uh, and accepting that uh, for other guys to do what they do because he came into the team midseason. When you talk about uh, Chris Moore and, and Devin Cambridge, you know, all of these guys, man, are guys that played last year, you know, that are kind of having to take a step back, you know, because of the new guys that we brought in. But, you know, our new guys have – have come in, man, and they have done the job, man, for us. You know, Wendell Green, you know, KD Johnson, you know, Jabari Smith, you know, Walker Kessler. Um, <clears throat> you know, these guys created a bond, you know, this summer. Um, you know, for whatever reason, man, they came together collectively and they have a great bond, you know, and you could see that even before the season started, man. If you would have asked me or had me on this podcast before the season started, I would have I would have told you that this team could do was 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 on the verge of doing something special, and and they've been able to do that to this point. Winning the SEC conference championship, you know whether we you know split it or we own it outright after this weekend, man, that is hard to do, and this team has already done that. Yeah, talk about coach. Uh... When you guys won the whole thing, what was that experience like? Obviously, you knew during the year you were good. You knew you, you've been as high as number one. So you knew this team was special. But to actually win it, what was that emotion like for you and the staff and the team? <laughs> it was actually a sigh of relief, first and foremost, man, because we yeah. knew how hard we had worked all season, right? And the last three weekends, you know, we've taken L's on the road. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, you, you know, whether you want to or not, you hear things, you know, whether it be through the media or whether you hear it on television, you know, looking at the SEC network, people are saying things out there, right? right? right, right. They're, they're questioning things out there, right? Right. But man, like at the end of the day, hey man, hey fellas, like we still 24 and whatever we are, 24, yeah. like we, we're still one of the better teams in the country. All right. And so our staff was tasked with, the job of, okay, like settle down, relax. All right. Let's figure out how we can get better. You know, how we can get to the next game and, and go on the road and, and get this dub and, and, and win this conference championship. And, and what people don't understand is man, like, you know, the other team is scouting too. (laughs) 
the other yeah. team has an atmosphere uh, just, like, <laughs> just, just like we have at Auburn Arena, right? right? Uh, and so it is a challenge, man. And three of those teams that we lost to, man, they're all three of the better teams in our league. And so uh, it, it, it's tough to win on the road in the SEC. It's tough to win on the road in any conference. Yep. And, you know, we had to make sure that our guys understood that, hey, man, it's not going to be easy. This is normal. This is normal for teams to win, to lose right. on the road. Right. Uh, but what can we do to make sure that we don't lose again? And I thought that, uh, you know, we made some adjustments. I thought we shared the ball a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought we were a little bit better on our defensive glass, which we were terrible at Tennessee on the road. Um, you know, and we were able to just stay mentally tough down the stretch. And then we had KD Johnson, Jabari Smith, man, who, you know, just kind of went, went to work down the stretch. What What is it that you think this team has been able to get so close and gel and play at such a high level, such an elite level, uh, so fast? You talked about, you know, the other team up to the Final Four. They had played together for a while, so totally different scenario when you're playing together for a while. What is it about this team that's been able to do it so fast? Um, man, like, like let's just let's just let's just put it where it is, man. Like at the end of the day, you have to have players, and we have an unbelievable collection of players. You know, again, I've talked yeah. about this already and hinted toward it. Like, Jalen Williams, man, comes off the bench. He probably plays 15 minutes a game for us, if not less than that. Yep. That that kid right there could start for almost every team in our conference. Yep. He averaged 10 and 7 last year or something like that, right? Yep. Um, you know, Zep Jasper, you know, who I didn't even mention, you know, when I talked about the transfers, right, he starts for us at the point guard spot. Zepp Jasper is the best on-ball defender possibly in the country, yep. right? He doesn't have a selfish bone in his body. Mm. He's not the guy that's in front of the camera. He's the guy that's kind of in the background. But right. without Zepp Jasper, you know, Auburn is not, you know, the team that it is this year, right? Right. But Zepp Jasper averaged 14 or 15 points at the College of Charleston last season. Right. You know, Zepp Jasper shoots 40% from three. I think, or uh, maybe even a higher clip than that. I hadn't even begun to talk about Jabari Smith, who may be the top draft pick in the country. <laughs> country. Yeah, he's pretty I mean, good. You know what I mean? You know, so I, I can just go around the, you know, I can go around the roster, but, but man, we have guys that have been unselfish. Uh, but, again, this started in the summertime, man. Like, I think the best thing BP did this summer was you know, he made our guys compete, you know, every day when they first got there. We we didn't do we didn't do a lot of like, you know, drills and practice. Like he just made them compete. Right. And he made them kind of carve out, you know, what that, you know, ranking order or, you know, what that pecking order was in terms of okay, like Wendell Green is really good. And we saw that every day, you know, in, in our in our eight hours of preparation you know, coming up, leading up to this season. We saw that Jabari Smith had a chance to be a special freshman. We 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 saw uh, that Dylan Caldwell was going to be, you know, a defensive force for us. We saw that Walker Kessel was going to be one of the most talented big men in the country. Uh, and so, you know, they all, you know, competed and gained a respect for each other during that time frame. And so they know how good each other are. 
um, you know, and you know, with BP and, and our system, man, we got one of the one of the best you know systems in college basketball. We play fast yep. and we play a and we play a lot of people. Guys, yep, and we play a lot of people, and so it all kind of comes together and it fits. Uh, he gives them a lot of leeway offensively, man, to do some things. Sometimes it kind of bites us, you know, in the tail a little bit, man, because we'll take we'll take a questionable shot, you know, we'll force a pass or two. Right. And, you know, when you see that at times, man, it kind of lets the other team get on runs. But we're also able of able to get on runs ourselves as well. And so we have this we have that spurt ability with our depth and with our talent. And they have supreme confidence, man. They have supreme confidence in themselves yeah. because of the work that they put in. And they have supreme confidence in uh, each other. And they have supreme confidence in our system and, and what yeah. we do. Yeah, it's impressive to see the numbers of it. I mean, just from a Ken Palm standpoint, you guys are top 10 in the country in defense, number seven. And offensively, you're top 20, which most teams that are good on one side are not usually good on the other. So to be dangerous on both sides makes it a handful to deal with. Uh, this is a fun time of year. You guys have been uh, uh, to the Final Four as a program. Is there something that, that the secret sauce that you let this team kind of know? And I know we can't know everything, but is there some <laughs> of the secret sauce that you let these guys know this is how it's done? And obviously they already trust you guys and have proven they can be one of the top teams. But March is different. You know, March is a different type of run you have to make. Is there anything right. that you guys draw from that last experience that you – share with this team or that, that you kind of inject that uh that Michael Jordan halftime space jam juice. <laughs> well I, I think the consistent message and, and it's not just March, right? You you don't you don't just flip on a switch and 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 become something different, you know, in March. Right. Sure. But the, cons the consistent message for us and our staff is is a hey, hey, let's get better every day. Yep. You know, let's get better every day. And then, like, like guys, like, like, like Wendell, you don't have to be a superhero in order for us right. to be successful. Jabari, right. hey, you don't have to be a superhero to be successful. Hey, you got Jalen Williams sitting right beside you. Right. You know, uh, hey, Wendell, you got Zeb Jasper sitting right beside you. Hey, right. Uh, hey, KD, you got Al Flanagan sitting beside you, right? And so it's the group, man. And it's about the group using each other and wearing the other team down. Yep. Right. And it's about the group trusting each other, man, and getting better every day. You know, getting better even as a staff member for me every day. That's the consistent message in our program. Right. All right. So we always end, Coach, with a funny story. So you can, <laughs> you can give us a father-son funny story. You can give right. us a Bruce Pearl funny story. I'm sure well, you got plenty. Well, everybody loves Bruce Pearl, right? So let's go there. Let's go yeah, there. Let's do All that. Right. Let's so, do that. So, so me and BP, man, you know how it is. It's – uh. You know, it's it's the springtime, man, and we rolling, man. We trying to see as many kids as we can in one right. day, and we got the plane this day. We got the plane, right? So, right. you know, we we trying to see you know four or five kids in one day, right? right? So we get up one morning, man. It's just me and him. It's just me and him. And if you don't know, like when you with Bruce Pearl, you have to take advantage of time, right? <laughs> you know, or or you just might not eat, right? And so we get up this morning, <laughs> morning man. It, it, it's it's possibly five o'clock, five thirty, right? And I got I got I got colitis, man. And so anybody that doesn't know, man, when you got colitis, man, you have to you have to eat on time. You have to eat on time, right? Right? Like I got to get my three meals of the day, and I might have to get a snack, man. That's why I'm eighty pounds over my playing weight. 
right? So we rolling, man. It's 530, man. I meet him at the airport. We jump on the plane, man. I can't right. remember the exact times, but we got something. As soon as we get off the plane, we got to go to a home, right? So we get right. there. You know, we do our little spiel, man. It lasts about an hour and a half. We jump right back on the plane, right? We go to the next spot. You right. know, we get off the plane, you know, we 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 go to the school, we sit down with the parents and the mom and we do our thing. It's an hour and a half, right? So think about it now. We've been on the plane twice, you know, we've been in, in a home or a gym, you know, twice. You know, this is probably five hours have gone by already. So it's at least it's twelve, it's twelve one o'clock, right? We jump back on the plane, we go to another spot, we drive, you know, get to the home, we sit down again, you know, this lasts a little bit longer, two, two and a half hours, man. We look up, hey, it's five o'clock, we hadn't eaten. <laughs> I know, I know that, I know that life. I know that life. Hey, we man, didn't, have, we didn't have private jets, but I know that life. Yo, yo, it's five o'clock. We hadn't eaten, man. We in South Memphis, right? We in South Memphis. I'm with BP. You know, this, this is my first year with him, right? And so I'm driving, and you know, he don't know me for real. I don't know him for real. We learned each other, right? Right. And so I'm driving. I'm saying, like, BP, man, I'm hungry, man. I got to eat, man. Like, if I don't eat in a minute, man, you might as well fire me, man, because I'm about to quit. Like, I'm going to leave you wherever you're going to you know, you gonna, you gonna to figure out the rest of this on your own. We we got to get on a plane and get to another spot, man. Like, we need to be there in 20, 30 minutes, right? Right. So BP, like, okay, go, okay, coach, I got you. Okay. I, said, I said, coach, what do you want to eat? We in South Memphis now. Anybody knows, you know, South <laughs> Memphis, like, you know, South Memphis is where we from. Yeah, <laughs> South we Memphis there. is where we from. So it's it's not a lot of great options, man. You ain't getting no steak dinner in South Memphis, man. Right. You know, right. five o'clock, you know, in the afternoon, man. With, have. with twenty with twenty, thirty minutes to get to the plane, right? So BP say, we we see a, a churches, man, about a block up. <laughs> You know, you you know, you know, bro, brothers love chicken, right? No, but no. I'm not knowing, I'm not knowing that this man like you know, mess with churches. <laughs> <laughs> so, so BP screams out, "Man, what you think about churches?" You know, and I kind of, kind of inside, I'm, looking, sitting, I'm like, what? I'm sitting over there, like, "What, man? Come on, coach, you don't want no churches for real, right?" Uh. Hey man, I love I love chicken, man. So you know, when I got married, man, with my wife, man, like my wife is like, we ate chicken three times a day, right? Okay, so she okay. she loves. So I I love chicken, right? You have you want to fix chicken, I'm eating, right? So BP like, man, let's put over at these churches, right? So I, man, I bust this right, pull up, <laughs> man. We get out, we we go up to the menu, we go inside. You know, he had to use the bathroom with her. We go inside. And we're going to get it to go. So we both sitting there looking at the menu, right? We're looking at the menu. And I'm about to go first. Because, you know, on the road, man, the boss usually pay for your meals, right? Right. Like, right. It, hadn't been, it hadn't been a time on the road, man, where I've had to pay for my meal with BP. Right. right? So I go first. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at the thing. I'm kind of contemplating, man, what I want yeah. to eat. And I get up there to order. I say, man, let me get a three-piece. Next thing I know, BP say, Cole. A three piece, man. We might as well go and get this bucket, coach. I, said, <laughs> I turned back around and said, "Hey, BP, man, we ain't gonna eat all. We not gonna eat all that chicken." He like, "Coach, man, let's just get the bucket." So I said, "Cool, all right, let us get a bucket of chicken." So we get the, <laughs> we we get we get the bucket, right? You know, when you get the bucket, man, we ain't get no size. You know, you get the little three or four or five biscuits, right? Right. So we got chicken and we got the bread, right? And each right. one of us got a drink. Man, we get our bag, you know, we hop in the car, 
we going 80, man, trying to get to the airport, man, catch the plane, right? Right. So I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, man, we are not going to eat all this chicken, man. It's like <laughs> it's like 12, 16 pieces of chicken in this bucket. Right. <laughs> we got like an hour flight, right? So we jump on the plane and we get to eat, man. Like we going to town, we going to town, we going to right. town. Right. Man, next thing I know, man, there's one piece of chicken left and it's a breast, right? I don't eat breast. Right. BP look at me, he said, Coach, you got to eat that last piece of chicken. Coach, you got to eat that last piece of chicken. I said, BP, because you chose churches today, I'm going to go on and eat this last piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who ate the most oh, chicken. Man. But I, te- I tell you this, man. Me and BP ate that whole bucket of chicken that day. And it was churches. And it was pretty good, man. <laughs> I'm sure it was for me. <laughs> you ain't eating all day since 5 o'clock, man. Oh, man. That's a good one, man. That's that's a great story right there. Hey, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, go ahead. And be uh, 20 minutes late, man. Later, we was both sleep on the plane. <laughs> I must have said that. <laughs> oh man, well rested for the next visit. Well right. rested. How, how many of those guys on that trip did you end up uh did end up coming to, to Auburn? And have you told any of them that story? Man, I've told that story before, and I can't even remember. Yeah, you know what. We were in Memphis, man, so I'm sure, you know, we, we went by Chris Moore's family's house over in West Memphis. Right. So maybe one, maybe one. Man, you know, you know how it is, man. They get, we get told no more than we get told yes. People don't know that, but, yeah, that's, <laughs> how, that's how it goes. It is a lot of work. That's yeah, how it goes, man. Even Auburn, man, even Auburn. Um, so some, sometimes we be wondering and recruit, man, like, what, what are we doing, man, that we not, you know, and then we look up, we, we got 25 wins, you know. <laughs> hey, the work the work is the work. Eventually it pays off, man. Uh, right. No, this was awesome, Wes. We appreciate the time, man. And best of luck. Congrats on this awesome year, man. And uh appreciate you taking the time out. And yeah, any last words you got, we'll let you have the floor and then go kill hey, it in March. I had I had a ball, man. And at the end of the day, B man, this is about relationships. Yep. And uh, you know, I always had a lot of respect for you, man. Seeing you on the road, watching you work. Um you know, we, we know how tough this profession is, man. But, Absolutely. you know, we all, you know, build these relationships, man. Man, I will. Uh, but, man, I had a ball, man. Love and respect. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. It was awesome. You killed it. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to watching you guys do your thing in March, man. And, We'll, we'll have to we'll have to make sure this chicken story gets told again and again and again because that's a good one. I kind I kind of lost you, B, for whatever reason, man. You know yeah. these electronics, man, they don't work all the time. But, yeah, I, I lost. Uh, for I a don't second know too, what man. you said, man. But again, I appreciate you, man. Uh, you know, I hope your family and everybody's doing well. And, and like I said, man, anytime you need something, man, reach out, and uh, you know I'll do what I can for you, brother. Yep, same to you, Much coach. Love. Okay, same to you. Yeah, awesome stuff there from uh, Coach Flan. Uh, great story. Uh, awesome story with him and his son as well. And uh, Auburn, as we all know, one of the best teams in the country. So we appreciate him taking the time out. And thanks again, Coach to Coach. You know where to find us. All access uh, on YouTube. Uh, all access uh, is also on Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine. So uh, And also your favorite podcast platform. We'll see you guys next time.
Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.